Welcome, welcome to Floor 37 of Corporate Courtney. I am your host, Courtney Johnson. And let me tell you, the millennial Gen Z cuspers in the sports world are doing the damn thing. I mean, last floor, I discussed Naomi Osaka and her fantastic way of not only setting healthy boundaries, but really getting the conversation going about mental health and and the things that it takes to make sure that you are putting yourself first and making sure that you're taking care of what you need to take care of. And then new inspiration this week from the greatest of all time, Simone Biles. And she really had the inner webs up in arms about her wearing a goat on her leotard. And she's talked about it before, about how, you know, society, they keep calling everybody the greatest of all time, goat this, goat that. And it's always very male centered. But when you really think about the women in the sports world and what they've accomplished and overcome, it's It's now ridiculous at this point to leave them out of the conversation. I mean, Simone Biles is a five-time gold medalist, and she just won her seventh national title. I mean, that is impressive. She's in a league of her own, and people really hate that she knows that about herself. Now, this isn't the first time she's worn a goat on her leotard. I think it was actually a few years ago that I first remember seeing that, but everyone kind of picked up on it this month because, well, we're bored. We're kind of coming out of a pandemic. We're kind of not coming out of pandemic. We're drilling in on whatever. But this time, well-deserved, the media has picked it up and has really spun with the idea that maybe she's just too into herself and that, you know, maybe she needs to tone it down so that others can catch up and win. That was actually a comment from someone. And it's absolutely ridiculous that she should make herself smaller because other people are not nearly as good. And not once as I have I ever heard of her being mean-spirited or belittling other competitors. In fact, you only hear the nicest, warmest regards for her. So as an athlete, why shouldn't she be able to identify that what she's good at and she knows that she's good at it and let her continue to be good at it? She did an article with people and she mentioned that, you know, at first it was a joke. You know, people were always annoyed about her being so good and that she should wear a goat on her leotard. And she was like, yeah, that's actually a good idea. And it started off as a joke. But now as the conversations are getting meaner and meaner, she's like, why wouldn't I acknowledge it? I am good. And she had this really great quote and I it really resonated with me. And in quote, she says, and it's like everybody can say you're good, but once you acknowledge it, it's not cool anymore. And I want kids to learn that, yes, it's okay to acknowledge that you're good or even great at something. And I was like, whoa, at just 24 years old, what a word that truly is. And then I was listening to Megan Thee Stallion's new single, Thought Shit, and there's a line that really stuck out to me because 
if I was her, I would brag all the time. But she was like <laughs> looking in the mirror like, damn, I don't brag enough. And I thought, why wouldn't she brag? I mean, she's a Grammy winning artist. And anytime that she's in main media news, it's someone trying to take a dig at her or bring her down or complaining about the things that she raps about, what she stands for, how she's a role model, how she's not a role model. And what fails to really get mentioned is she is a young black woman in America who was doing this career in the music industry, going to college, had tons of loss around her, was trying to surround herself with joy and happiness, was shot in the foot, and everything is just spiraling out of control. And all she's doing is something that she's passionate about. And she's gorgeous. She is tall. She is curvy. She is fit. She is fine. If I was her, I'd be bragging all the time. Y'all couldn't get me to shut up. And that's why God didn't make me look like her. <laughs> and then I was going through suggestions that I get for corporate Courtney on like topics because I ask you guys a lot to give your input. And I had a listener out in Dallas, Texas, Tyler R., who wanted to hear about like bragging in the workplace. How do you boast yourself to make sure that you're succeeding? And I thought all of this coming together was a sign. So today we are talking about how you brag in the workplace. The fact of the matter is, you can't rest on the idea that people just know how hard you're working. It is career suicide for you to assume that everyone around you is aware of your accomplishments without you having to say anything. That whole idea that the work stands for itself is a load of bullshit. Because at the end of the day, managers and people in leadership got one thing on their mind, getting things done. And when you just get them done quietly and without hassle, they don't give it a second thought about how it got done. In fact, they're moving towards the next thing. I mean, I've talked about it before, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the oil and how like my father described me in my original, my <laughs> beginning career life as, you know, you, you're like a puppy and the leadership is playing fetch. They're going to throw that stick and you're going to come back and you're going to bring it back as eagerly as possible. And after a while, leadership's going to get a little tired. They're going to keep throwing the stick out further and further to make you work harder and harder because they're going to get the stick back in return. You have to pant a little bit more while you run in to get that stick. And sometimes you may have to pull LeBron and roll across the floor and make a scene so that people know this ain't easy work. And I get it. We have all been taught from a very young age, even from your parents, bragging is unacceptable. It's annoying. You never want to get too big for your britches. And that's totally fair. I mean, I bet you've also been in conversations with someone who just goes on and on about themselves and you would rather stab yourself in the eye than sit through another conversation. And I'm not here to say that any of that's wrong. Well, please don't stab yourself, but I get you're annoyed. But I think there is a fine line that has to be drawn and you have to be aware of it. I think to be successful in corporate America, you have to have a healthy set of self-esteem. That's why imposter syndrome creeps in so much, especially for black women in the office. We just 
we don't see ourselves and we don't see our accomplishments. A lot of the time we get really stuck in the day to day and we don't see it. And other times we're trying so hard to overcorrect that, that we're going on and on and on. So yes, there is a fine line between having pride and excessive pride. And I think having pride is that healthy self-esteem piece and understanding your accomplishments and your achievements and making sure that other people see it so that you have career growth. And yes, some people are going to tell you that bragging is directly tied to some sort of insecurity or because we're millennials, we've got some hyper focused on me, me, me and not ha- not having any boundaries of stopping to talk about ourselves. I mean, with social media, you're posting about your life with Twitter. You're talking about your life. You know, everything is centered around what you want people thinking about you. But that has a lot more to do with that excessive pride piece than I do think that the appropriate level of pride should be discussed at. I think that you can talk about your accomplishments and the efforts that you're making with confidence and humility that doesn't make you seem like a jerk, for lack of better words. First things first, and this is something that I struggle with too, because I talked about it. Sometimes we get very stuck in the day-to-day. You're just grinding it out and you're just happy to get from point A to point B sometimes. And you take a really hard look at the end of the year and you're like, oh no, I have no idea what to put down for, you know, self-evaluation for performance. Or you're trying to get a new job and you're trying to think, well, what do I do well? Do I do anything well? Am I successful? And of course you're successful. You aren't fired. (laughs) You know, you're still getting a paycheck on the timely basis, right? So you're doing something and you're doing it well because people are keeping you. And in fact, if you're getting promotions or raises, you're probably doing it really well. But sometimes a lot of people have a very hard mental block to be able to articulate what it is that they do well. So yes, you may have goals that you have to do for your job. It's how corporate America has now pretended to care about what you have to say in your annual performance review. But maybe you need to have personal goals for your career as well. And it's the same methodology that they teach you for that. They need to be smart. They need to be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-based, etc. And you need to be doing it probably at a monthly pace if you're really bad at this. Some of you who are really good at it, assessing how great you are, go ahead and bump that to a quarter. But for some of you who are trying to get into the swing of things, maybe at a month, you want to be able to put some sort of metric tied to what you're doing. You know, I set up a report that reduced time labor to assess critical truck paths with 10% or something of the sort. You know what you do for a living. I'm not going to pretend I understand what anyone does for a living because barely sometimes I don't know what I do for a living. But take that, put some sort of KPI or metric towards it and make sure that you're driving or tracking towards it in a small amount of time, right? Or even if that's too lofty, maybe at the end of the day, you think through your day and you think, okay, what if anything went well today, right? Because sometimes you look at the end of the day and you're like, Good God, did I do anything successful? 
And there's probably something. You probably finally got an answered email on something that, you know, needs to be driven towards something. Or you handled a call and you didn't cuss your coworker out. I would count that. Managing difficult coworkers. Um, something of the sort. That way, if you need to read back and flip through, almost like a journal, you can see, okay, even though this week didn't feel great, these are some wins I saw and I counted them. And I know you're looking at me like, Courtney, by the time I get to the end of the day, all I want to do is roll out of my desk and onto the couch and watch TV and scroll on social media. And I hear you, girl. I hear you. But if it helps you, take that three minutes to just cap off what you did that day. And it doesn't have to be every day. You can even do it weekly. But try to get some wins written down and documented so that you can keep track, so that you can start to say, in conversations, what you do well. For example, I work a very hectic schedule during the week. And sometimes I am in back to back to back to back meetings all day, every day for a certain week. So when I have tactical, tangible work I have to do, I'll do it on a weekend. And there are plenty of times I'm on at eight o'clock on a Sunday typing out test scripts or writing user stories. And I'm thinking, and no one will know. However, what I have learned is you can't just stuff that down in. Yes, it is good that you are getting the work done. And it is fantastic to your leadership that nothing is slipping through the cracks. And you've taken the initiative to work hard to make sure that that happens. So you need to be able to sneak that into conversations intentionally and there are some passive aggressive ways to do that you can send an email to a couple of people at night to make sure they know that you were on late and sometimes that can be taken poorly they can be like yeah we get it you're working at night we get it you're working in the weekends and that is a natural response to hearing about someone else's efforts do not get me wrong they are not wrong for thinking that you are overdoing it However, it cannot be ignored that you are doing it. We as people suffer from an empathy gap, okay? It is hard for someone to genuinely be happy for you or to put themselves in your shoes. So they may be off-put and annoyed about your bragging, but when they brag about themselves, they think people would genuinely be happy for them. So yes, you may get a little frowned upon feel from someone when you're bragging, but it's not something you can skirt around, especially when you're being judged. And it's not just for leadership. You need to brag to your coworkers too, but you have to do it, like I said, intentionally. Be smart about it. Because when people are having conversations about who's someone who can tackle this, who's someone who can execute, yes, leadership is a great way to have that conversation. But when your peers think that you're a hard worker and they understand and they see your work, they also tend to speak up and think of you in higher regards. And you don't have to do it smugly. You don't want to be the person in the office who's always talking about, I do this and I do that. And you don't need to do it in a snarky way. It's as simple as being like, hey, that's a great deck you just presented on. Typically, we'd be like, oh, well, yeah, I worked with a whole bunch of people to make it happen. You know, this is great. Um, Really great team effort and ended there. But you probably spent a lot of hours cleaning up a lot of stuff, 
spell checking, checking grammar, you know, putting together all of those pieces, running into blockers and getting those things resolved, having extra conversation to get extra detail, running your own additional reports. And people don't get to hear or see about that. So instead, maybe you need to be like, yes, the team did a really great job. We, I did run into a couple of blockers where I had to talk to so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so and get them in a meeting and, you know, force feed this data down their mouth so we could get an answer on some of this stuff. But I'm glad we finally got it together and it really came out nicely. Boom, right there. Now your coworker knows not only did you have to put up with some bull, but you were able to execute and get it done. And that you're not a jerk because you talked about how great it was that you were working with the team. You seem, it's not even a humble brag at that point. It's really the facts of the matter. And it makes you more relatable. When you're a person who's not a negative Nancy and you're always whining and complaining about how hard something is, but you're celebrating others, you're being real about the process and you're giving details about what went into it. It doesn't have to be long-winded, but it's conversational piece. And now when that coworker is talking to their manager or another team about, you know, we really need someone to run point on this project and, you know, we need someone who executes and is political and knows how to have the right conversations and has, you know, some compelling way of you know bringing others to the side they can be like oh you know what so and so did a really good job on this other project I think they may be good and boom right then and there your name is being spoken about and that's it I mean most of the stuff that we talk about in climbing the you know corporate ladder is word of mouth support and the more people you can have who can vouch for you the better And I mention this often, and it is annoying, but make sure you have documentation for a lot of your accomplishments, period. You need to document when you have problems. You need to document when you have blockers. And I know that you want to drive things to success and not have to be looked down as someone who always needs to bring their manager in to help them. And that's fine. I'm not saying you send an email and you loop in your manager on every conversation, but maybe when you get to the end of a tough back and forth between someone and you finally get something resolved or you've gotten something live and that's now in production and you know, you want to make sure I always make sure I forward some documents and emails and I say, Hey, just for your awareness, this was some back and forth. This is where we had some blockers. I've gotten it resolved, but wanted you to get have the background in case you need it. Boom, right there. They, one, have the opportunity to go back and have that stuff. They, two, if it gets escalated from someone else's side, you, you've already brought them in and they can tell their leadership and they can have a conversation and there's proof. And three, When you're looking for documentation at the end of the year to help trigger your memory about what you did this year or to even support someone saying, you know, you don't know, you don't do X, Y and Z and be like, well, you remember this email I talked to you about and I sent you and you can pull it up. There's nothing better than receipts, girl. And I know you know it. You need receipts in the office place, too. And congratulate others. Congratulate your peers. Hey, this has been a long fought, hard work effort. I want to thank X, Y, and Z for doing A, B, C, and I want to mention this, and I know you guys were really supportive when I was going through A, B, and C, trying to get two, three, four together. You know what I'm trying to say? You can have those pieces 
where you highlight a lot of the work that other people are doing, highlight the work that you are doing and have the documentation for everyone else. Because at the end of the day, then you're a team player. And again, that word of mouth stuff, really successful. However, I will give you don'ts. A lot of people like to add a disclaimer to make it seem like I really shouldn't brag, but that is more annoying than you could ever know. Because one, it means that you already know that you're bragging. So that automatically turns your listener off. And don't fake humility. People can tell when you're being sincere. And people can tell when you're being insincere. So if you're going into it trying to humble brag, as the people say, people are going to know what you're doing and it's also going to turn them off. It wasn't so hard. I only had to do A, B, C, D. And people are like, okay. However, when you spin it and you're like, man, that was rough. I was going through this and I was having to do this. And you know how Amy is and she came at me like this. And, you know, when you're having honest feedback and feeling and you're being relatable, people will then understand what your efforts were, how it affected you as a person, which allows them to see you in a more genuine light. And that is the key to humble bragging. But at the end of the day, you have to brag. You have to make sure that, one, you are proud of your accomplishments. You are doing great things. You are a bad bitch. You are running corporate America. You are the driving force for this thing called capitalism. You're doing it. Be proud of it. And you should be rewarded for the great efforts and work that you're doing. And a lot of times that can't be done unless people know about your hard work and about your efforts. So make sure you're talking about yourself, but in a genuine way. You're documenting it. You're sending emails of, and proof of the things that you're doing, but in a way to make sure that your leadership feels informed rather than, hey, I would like a pat on the back today. You know, that's not what we're asking for. We're asking for them to be involved and knowledgeable about what's going on. And you can wait till the end to do that. But at the end of the year, when you're looking for things to be able to support all of the efforts and great work that you're doing, that's going to be key. And a lot of times that is a difference between a 3% bump and a 5% bump. So don't be afraid. One, don't be afraid to be proud of yourself brag about yourself look in the mirror and brag about yourself you were doing it you were fantastic you were great you were strong and remind yourself of that and then two remind the people around you about that as well and that's all I've got for you this week thank you guys for listening I really appreciate it if you have thoughts or scenarios and situations where you bragged on yourself and it turned out poorly or you bragged on yourself and it turned out swell Send them to me at the corporate Courtney podcast at gmail.com. Or you can find me on social media on Instagram and Twitter at underscore corporate court. And until next time, toodles. <laughs>